0: following podcast is a production of the network check us out on
1: bicbp-radio.com
0: on this week's episode of common debauchery the nightmare and rotten jack talk about the weird wild and crazy world of ufos stay tuned for all that and let's be honest we're probably going to get off track at some point all that and more right here on common debauchery what's going on everybody i'm the nightmare
1: and i'm rotten jack and this is common Common
0: Debauchery. debauchery common debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only listener discretion is advised hello everyone welcome to a new episode episode 82 82 82 holy shit of the common debauchery rj what's up man hi how are you good to see you in person i know uh we had to take a week off last week the alley cat's grandmother passed and there's a lot going on a lot of new things guess what I don't work at day camp anymore. We well, you don't have to call it day camp anymore. Yeah, I worked at a fucking jail and it sucked.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you guys got to hear some of the. Uh, anytime you heard me talking about day camp, it was my job at the jail that I worked at. Uh, I will not name the jail. I don't. That doesn't need to be a thing. But uh, yeah, I'm done. I start my new job tomorrow, Wednesday. If you're hearing this after Tuesday, so I started. I start my new job in the wild, weird, fun world
1: of claims. Yeah, yeah. a lot less stress than. Worrying about being shanked every fucking five minutes. No kidding. But that's not what we're talking about. No, we should have an episode on that. Uh, We probably won't, mostly
0: because I may or may not write a book. Ah. Can't give away the trade secrets before I write the book, right? But uh, I'm sure things will come up, and I, I just don't have to say... Day, I'm a camp day camp anymore. i work at day camp or i'm a day camp counselor or anything along those lines although some of my coworkers that do listen do get a kick out of me referring to it as that so sorry <laughs> former coworkers get a kick out of hearing that so every now and again uh i'd walk in and one of them would be like oh, another day back at day camp on huh? i'm like oh you guys listen <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh uh, god yeah good times yeah so uh what's new man what's been going on nothing just work yeah Signing up for a scuba diving class? Yeah, uh,
0: we talked about it. I listen, man. I just scuba is not for me. I don't know why it's just not. First off, my fat ass isn't getting in a scuba suit. <laughs> like for let, let's get that out of the way. They like pack me like a stuffed sausage.
1: Yeah, we're not shoving fifteen pounds of shit in that five pound sack. No kidding. Second, I um,
0: I'm a firm to like, like doing normal dives and stuff like that would probably be fine. But if you want to see the cool stuff, you either got to go to where stuff can kill you, or you can get stuck. Yeah. And even just thinking about being in like an underwater cavern. Well, we were watching. Getting, we were watching oh that movie. So and, like, uncomfortable.
1: You were like having anxiety nope. watching this movie. Don't like it. Don't want it. Like no, I don't want. I don't want to do that. But I just think like scuba diving would be cool as shit.
0: Yeah, I. 100, um, not a fan. Of that idea. Like, I, I would be the guy that would get stuck or would, like, you know, rip my oxygen tank open and it would just, like, then I'd be like, shit, I'm stuck where I can't go either way without running out of oxygen and I'm just going to die. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, no, I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, buddy. Uh, you're on your own on that one. That's at, fine. You're, you're at least sans the nightmare on that one. Yeah, So that's fine. I yeah. figured I'm going to end up doing this on my own anyways. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen. Talk to Home Girl upstairs. That might be something that might be up her uh up alley, pun intended. Because her name is Allie. Get it? I don't listen, I don't think so, but it might. I don't know. Yeah. Shouldn't be li- worth the ask.
1: She like she likes to be adventurous sometimes. That's yeah. all I know. And I mean, even if we never actually do anything with it, like it's just cool to take the class and like learn how to scuba dive in like a fucking pool. Well,
0: and then you can, like, always do it, right? If you go somewhere
1: and there's right. an option. That's the thing. Like, then if you, like, go on vacation to, like, the Bahamas or Jamaica or something like that, you can just rent scuba gear and fucking go scuba diving. Uh, the only thing
0: I have interest in in the Bahamas
1: are, the mamas?
0: are drinking Bahama mamas and uh, possibly cutting some Bahamian whiskey with some bah ha ha blast.
1: God damn it. <laughs>
0: I don't know if Baja Blast and Bahama is the same.
1: No. No, I didn't think so. Baja Blast is like Mexican. Is it though?
0: Yeah. I don't know. What are we talking about today? UFOs. UFOs. Uh, so I have to admit, I did a. I was a guest host or a guest. I guess you'd call it a guest host. Uh, a guest of sorts on a podcast called We Don't Know Shit. Mm hmm. And it was basically, like, you pick a topic that you don't know shit about, and the guy who runs it, I'm pretty sure it was my buddy Brian, uh, they basically, like, try to teach you about whatever you don't know shit about, which is funny, because sometimes they don't know shit either. So they're, like, <laughs> looking things up, and, you guys, and you're you just talking about it. He actually had some fun UFO tidbits. Yeah. Luckily, we're far enough removed from it that I don't remember, because I was sleep-deprived at the time. Yeah. So, uh. So, UFOs, huh? first off, what what led you down the
1: UFO road? Joe Rogan. Ooh. Uh, I was watching one of his more recent. He had a guy named Jeremy Corbell on, um, and he's, like, a, a huge guy in, like, the UFO community. Um, he's the one who, uh, a couple of years ago, made a documentary movie uh, about Bob Lazar. Okay. Uh, a guy who worked at Area 51. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, basically, like, brought his story to, like, more modern times. Because, like, he came out, like, to the public and started actively talking about Area 51 back in 89, I want to say. Okay. And the government basically tried to bury him.
0: So, we've talked about Area 51 a few times on the show. Yep. Um, And, first off, I don't know... How you could possibly even remotely believe that UFOs aren't a thing. Now, first off, all a UFO is is, is an un- unidentified flying object. Sure. That really just means something that they're unaware of being in airspace. So.
1: Or um, underwater.
0: Well, that would be an unidentified.
1: The USOs. Yeah. But yeah.
0: But yeah. So, like. I had the pleasure my last couple weeks in the jail of learning a lot of, like, air stuff and flying yeah. things from a guy who was, like, an electrician putting in a new system at the place. So uh, the, pro- the the reason I got to sit and learn so much from this dude about this stuff is because he was from Alabama. I mean, and we are talking, like, like hard Alabama accent. Um, but because he was from out of state, his electricianship licensure didn't like wasn't accepted in new york because the state fucking sucks
1: yeah new york state doesn't accept shit from anybody else so like he had he was there to like basically point and
0: click and like be like he was there to make
1: 80 bucks an hour to do nothing
0: i mean and there were a few times we legitimately sat there and he just like he, he pulled up on his ipad like flight maps and stuff And to, like, like active flight maps where you could literally see every active flight in the U.S. because he has his pilot's license. And he was showing, like, yeah, like, so fun things. uh, If you have, like, if you own a house, like I do, technically you own the airspace above your house. Mm -hmm. But you don't have exclusivity to it as far as people, like, traveling through it. Sure. Right? So, like, you own from the ground to infinity above your fucking house. Okay. But if somebody owns a private airplane and you are not in any type of restricted airspace, somebody could basically... like if So say your wife, you own a house, and your wife liked to go sit in your private backyard with an eight-foot privacy fence and just tan butt-ass naked. Yep. Somebody with a private plane could get in the plane and just fly circles over your house watching your wife tan naked all day. And there's not a damn thing you can do about it because it's unprotected airspace. Now, where my house is... I fall under protected airspace of the Buffalo Niagara National Airport. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't do that here. Sure. But, like, this is the fascinating thing. But, they like, they are so heavily controlled to some extent, right? So you – if you're flying a private plane, like a small, like, p- puddle jumper or whatever. Sure. Like, if yeah, you're yeah, taking yeah. off from the from the Lancaster Airport over here those little tiny, yeah, front, yeah. You know, individual planes – you don't necessarily have to register with anybody or let anybody know you're going anywhere. As long as you don't go above a certain height, like, you're good. Yeah. And if you want to, you can find the nearest place and be like, hey, just keep an eye on me. Sure. Like, so you, like, it could be, a UFO could be as simple as something flying that goes into restricted airspace of some extent and they are not aware of it. And until you identify yourself, You are a UFO. That's not what we're talking about. That's not even remotely what we're talking about. But that's what, like, so they try to explain every UFO with something. Not anymore. They don't. Not anymore. Because at some point during the pandemic, apparently, they came out and they were like, UFOs and aliens are a thing. Yep. And everyone went, yeah, and we know people are dying. Shut up
1: like yeah <laughs> it was the during this thing like, ever in the last like five years the government has actually gotten very proactive and wants to become involved in like ufo Space research Force. and shit like that um and there was actually a huge um a huge document dump of formerly classified materials that the government released to the general public uh A huge, massive dump of information there. However, they released it as well as, like, 2,000 other pages of bullshit. And they didn't tell any. They just released it in just, like, a 4,000-page stack and goes, right. there's UFO shit in there somewhere.
0: Go go find it.
1: Yeah. Um, I I haven't really looked to see what was actually released because by now someone would have gone and found it all. Um, but yeah, probably would have been the, uh, the government the is actually very interested because if there's one thing you know about our government, especially like our like the committees in Congress, like the the uh, the Senate, like Judiciary Committee or the whatever Senate committee there is, yeah, they want to be looped into everything, and they don't like when they find out that there are programs that are classified above them that have no congressional oversight. Right. And they found out that there were a couple of programs. Um, I believe one was called ATIP and one was called OSAP. And Mm. they found out about these, and they were not fucking happy that there are these programs that are legitimately formed for the study of UFOs on the government's dime, and they didn't have oversight over it. Right. So, yeah. So now Congress is actually involved in UFO shit. Yeah.
0: Like, and now, okay, we've all seen, like, the really shitty, like, oh, it's almost annoying how even in this modern day and age, we can get like crystal clear pictures with ridiculous filters and backgrounds and backdrops and shit like that on our phones.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: UFOs, Bigfoot and Nessie, security cameras. Yeah. Blurry forever. Yeah. Why? Like I don't understand. <laughs> like, I don't know. But I mean, we we've all seen like the old, you know, old crappy grainy footage of you know UFOs and stuff like that and everything Mm -hmm. like they're always like flying discs or like you know weird light patterns that don't exist on any known known craft stuff like that but like I mean there's stuff on this dating all the way back to I mean when the hell was this like like 1947 yeah with the US Air Force
1: investigating yeah yeah, there used to be a program um, in like the the 50s and 60s called uh, I believe it was called Operation Bluebird, and that was basically the government was involved in UFO shit, uh, and they were trying to classify it all. Like op- the the point of Operation Bluebird was to go disseminate disinformation to like hide the fact that UFOs are fucking real, right? Um, and the guy that they actually like brought in to like head that up, the more he did it to try to like explain away like how could this logically be anything but a UFO? The more he was like, Yeah, there's no fucking way. Like this is all like not of this world. And after that program ended, he actually came out and was like, Yeah, no fucking UFOs are real. Like all that shit that I said, like there's no fucking way. I was lying through my teeth. Yeah. Uh, it's it's crazy.
0: Mean, this goes all the way back to love him or hate him, former President Barack Obama. There's footage and records of objects in the skies that we don't know exactly where they are. We can't explain how they moved or their trajectory. Mm-hmm. Like, And he said that on CBS. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of Air Force pilots or Navy pilots that have uh, recorded incidents and stuff like that, uh, specifically like, really like over like the east coast and the west coast, like over the water. Um one of the, there's like three real famous ones that are out right now. Uh the first one is like the Tic Tac video from uh two thousand four. Yep. Um that one was uh a guy named Commander David Fraver who they were doing like maneuvers, like kind of pre-deployment maneuvers to get ready to go over I think they're going to like the Persian Gulf or something like that. So they were doing a series of like war games and stuff. And then all of a sudden this fucking thing just pops up out of nowhere. Yeah. The size of an F a 18 with no wings, no markings or exhaust plumes. Yep. Um, so they detected this thing apparently weeks ago. Like they, these things had been dropping out of the sky, like on radar weeks ago, because we have what's called the spy one, uh, radar system. Yes. Uh, which detects up to 80,000 feet, uh, And they were saying that um, on the SPY-1 radar, they were detecting these things dropping in from higher than 80,000 feet. So from above 80,000 feet, dropping instantaneously to like 20,000 feet and just hovering there, not doing anything. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Like,
0: so I'm looking through now and (laughs) like... You can actually see the unedited, like the unedited video. Yeah. So, like one is was on sixty minutes, and then uh, the USS Princeton, a cruiser in in the area, asked uh, Fravor and Dietrich to investigate anomalous aerial phenomena. Yep. Uh, reacquired the target seconds later. So this is the same thing. Yep. Um, and Whitaker reports sixty miles away. Yeah. So 60 miles away, they basically saw the same damn thing seconds later.
1: Yep. So uh, I actually just watched the episode of Joe Rogan that had David Fravor on it. Yep. Uh, the way he described it is they were told to go investigate this thing that's like 40 miles north of them, we'll say, or wherever it was. Uh, when they got there, they're looking around. They really didn't see anything. The only thing that caught their eye was they were in like the middle of the ocean. There was no other white caps. In the water around them. Right. But in this one particular spot, there were white caps. Like, something was churning the water. So he looked at it, and that's when he saw, like, the Tic Tac.
0: Yeah, and they looked through a forward-looking infrared camera.
1: Yep. Which is why the video is now dubbed FLIR-1 video. The FLIR-1, yeah. Um, But he said that as soon as he started getting closer to it, like, it almost seemed to acknowledge him and, like, turned towards him. And then all of a sudden, it was just gone. Yes. In the blink of an eye, they lost it. They couldn't find it again. And then the water wasn't churning anymore. Uh, And then simultaneously, as they lost it, it reappeared on the radar back where they fucking started 40 miles away. So, and now, it does say it's
0: important to note that Fravor and Dietrich believe the object they reported seeing and the one on the FLIR1 video are one and the same, though it's hard to be sure of that because there's no identifying marks. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, and lacking such certainty, we cannot be sure the object flew some 60 miles in a matter of seconds, a feat that explains much of why the object seems so strange and
1: impressive. Yeah. Um, the second video labeled gimbal. Oh, the gimbal video is great. It's probably one of the best, most clear, like depiction videos of an actual UFO. Yeah. Uh, it was taken by a
0: fighter jet from the carrier USS Theodore Roosevelt flying by the coast of Florida in 2015. And I quote, this is a fucking drone, bro. One pilot is recorded saying,
1: there's a whole fleet of them, another adds. Yeah. Um, so the gimbal video, you only see one of them, but apparently there was five or six of them. Yeah, and they thought they were drones. Keeping up with fighter jets. Yeah.
0: Like, that's insane. Yeah. Um, there's another video, Go Fast, also recorded in 2015, and first publicly released a few months after the other videos in March of 2018, features the audio of laughing, audibly excited pilots observing small white, a small white object appearing to fly over water at an extremely rapid pace. Yeah.
1: They tried to explain that away as a bird, but the thing is, is they actually caught it on a tracking system, like a weapons tracking system. Yeah. Uh, and a weapons tracking system won't lock onto a fucking bird. No. And a bird doesn't move that fast. Now, granted, they can't exactly tell how fast... These things are actually moving, but they—if they had to estimate—they said probably somewhere in the neighborhood of like two, two hundred fifty miles an hour. It's just fucking cruising.
0: So, as recently as this year, uh, those videos were confirmed by, by the Pentagon by the Pentagon spokesperson yeah. Susan Go that they those two were taken by Navy pilots. Like yeah. those weren't just like random things. Like no, no, those are legitimate, confirmed naval recordings.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so like the government's getting involved. Like it's no longer kind of taboo to talk about it. Um uh, like the government wants that information. Like they want to find out where these things are from. Um apparently it's a well-known thing uh that UFOs are usually tracked over war zones as well. Yeah. Um apparently they, and I forget who, what episode of, it was either Fravor's episode of Joe Rogan or the Jeremy Corbell episode. Um, They were talking how uh, it's well known that, like, in a war zone, if there's something in the sky that you don't recognize, you just fucking shoot it down. So, like, there's... I, not there's no video to anyone's knowledge of any of this but right. like they were fucking shooting UFOs down but they also weren't exactly going looking for wreckage afterwards so they don't know exactly what it is but the thing the funny thing about it is is that like we thought it was them they thought it was us so now both sides are fucking shooting at this shit in the sky.
0: Uh, listen man this is how like this explains like independence day right like this is like why are they attacking us because we've been shooting them down for 20 years right Right. yeah these these dudes wanted to be like we come in peace or like hey man we're just here to watch and like we shot you down and killed some of your favorite people and now all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you're blowing up the white house and will smith is punching an alien in the face saying welcome to earth yeah like oh man
1: yeah the uh congress actually just uh unanimously passed which is Fucking astounding in today's political culture. Um, in amendment to the National Defense Act for 2023. Okay. Um, that is giving immunity from, uh, reprisal or prosecution and allowing anybody to break their NDAs if they have one. Um, if you are like a UFO whistleblower. So, like, the way it was described was that if you're working for like, Lockheed Martin or, like, if you're working for fucking Area 51 and you have knowledge of, like, they have UFOs that you're trying to reverse engineer and this kind of shit, you can come forward and speak before the Congressional Committee and they can't do, like, Area 51, the government, Lockheed, they can't do a goddamn thing to you because the government wants this fucking information. Right. Yeah, and this I mean so much so that like they've set up
0: different like programs and schemes and stuff to mm-hmm. try to find
1: well like active... I said there was there was, there was ATIP and OSAP uh which were the ones that like the government didn't fucking know about like Congress didn't know about and right. that's kind of what kicked off once they found out about these things they're like wait there's secret government programs involving the study and like whatever of UFOs and we don't have congressional oversight, uh-uh, that's fucking changing now.
0: Right. Well, so um SETI is one of them. I actually pulled up their website before I got to where I'm at. And they're, they they are basically are looking for extraterrestrial intelligence um via electromagnetic single signals with radio and light. Mm-hmm. Um, that may be beamed toward Earth from other worlds, whether inadvertently, in the same way that Earth leaks television and radar signals into space, which is really funny. Right. Um,
1: All of a sudden, some alien is just cruising by, and he's getting fucking Andy Griffith.
0: Right. So, they like, there's that. They're like different radio searches, like picking yep. up things, uh, like P- and like people have been claimed, like, like people have claimed for years to pick up inner, like intergalactic travel signals on ham radios and stuff yeah like which i i would be intrigued to fuck around with a ham radio for a while i don't know that i ever buy one no but like if somebody had one and they wanted to gift it to me i'd probably fuck around with it yeah at the same token my dumbass would f- like wind up getting abducted right yeah yeah i, w- I would end up on like the worst episode of like mystery science the theater three thousand you've ever seen. <laughs> I would be the sarcastic <laughs> asshole in the corner of the screen making fun of whatever shitty movie you're showing me. Right. Um, <laughs> um imagine imagine we get picked up by intelligent life from another planet because they've heard like episodes of Comedy Pottery and the producers. And they're like, These guys are funny. We want them to watch movies and make comments. I'm in. Come get me, boys. Yeah, me too. I'm in. Fucking get me off this rock. Bring Allie, okay? There's a, there's a third one. I'm just saying. Do you have sexy aliens up there with you? Like, uh, come on, man. Listen, you've you've watched Star Trek and Guardians of the Galaxy. It yeah. happens.
1: Yeah, I know. There are sexy aliens out there. Um, it's just whether or not they're humanoid, right? Um, so going back to Bob Lazar, um, the UFO that he said that he was kind of like working on reverse engineering, where everything was very carpet uh, compartmentalized with like Area 51, um, he was only ever working on, like, the propulsion system, if you will. Yeah. Um, but in the paperwork and, like, the briefings that he would get, it had information of where they thought that this thing originated from. Sure. And according to the paperwork that he read, this these UFOs that he had, or at least the one that he was working on, was from the Zeta Reticuli system, which is 39 uh, light years away. It's like 39 and a half light years away. Damn. Yeah. So, who knows? I mean, statistically, you can't tell me that there's not intelligent life somewhere out in the universe. You can't tell me statistically that we are the only intelligent oh, life I've, out listen, there. And
0: I've been saying that my entire like my entire life, really. Right. There's no shot no. with how... I mean, they just released a thing not too long ago that they have found through examinations of the human brain and like brain waves and brain patterns potential the potential for up to five or six call them whether they were galaxies or different universes, whatever you'd want to call them Mm -hmm. in our in each individual human brain. Right. Like and we think we're we've been naive enough to think or people have been naive enough to think that we're the top of the food
1: chain. That we're it. Yeah. Come on. No. No, there's no no fucking shot that there's not intelligent life out there. It's just a matter of time. It's not a matter of if. It's literally just a matter of when. Right. At some point, it's going to happen. That listen, we're we're a bad TV
0: show to them. Right. Like the stuff that we watch on TV, where it's like, you know, uh, Tia Tequila, Bart, you know, Brewing Love or whatever the right. crap, trash ass bullshit yeah. she like love story she tried to write,
1: like. Finding Love with Flavor Flav.
0: Yeah, the flavor. Uh, there was the flavor of love. Oh, the flavor of love. Yeah, yeah. the flavor of love. I mean, all these tra- like the Bachelorette ninety seven, whatever fucking episode.
1: We're, we're a on. goddamn episode of. We're a goddamn series of Big Brother, and the aliens are just fucking watching.
0: Yeah, yeah we're we we are the worst paid actors and actresses on the planet. Yeah, we I'm are like paid for it. Yeah, we're the original reality stars, and like so. And this is so interesting because when you start talking UFOs, yeah right you have to talk about the alleged potential cover-up that happened for the longest time and the real deal actually uh, like somewhat proven to exist men in black yeah so like we all know the Will Smith version, you know here come the men in black sure blah 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 whatever uh the real life story not so uh. Not so heartfelt. No, not so happy, hunky-dory. No, it's basically whenever... it, it They always seem to follow UFO sightings. Mm-hmm. And people who were gaining some mainstream notice and popularity... Or disappeared. Were, like, they would come... Like they, they claimed to be quasi governmental agents, yep. so like the same thing you see on the movie. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm Agent K. This is Agent Smith. Or I'm Agent K. This is Agent J. We're with the FBI, CIA, like just random government agency, yeah. and then like they would harass, threaten, and then assass, and possibly even assassinate people who witnessed UFOs, because mm-hmm. the government didn't want you to know. Where are these people now? Do the men in black even still exist anymore? Like, imagine being a man in black at one point. Right. Like, imagine being one of these dudes who your job, and, like, anytime you saw a video or a photo of these dudes, they're creepy looking. hmm Like, to the point that may- maybe they're actually aliens. Yeah. So, oh, God, we're so getting, we're so getting, like, we're getting deleted. The two of us are getting deleted for this episode, buddy. We're on to stuff. Um
1: Listen, haul my ass away to Area Fifty One. I don't care. Yeah, right. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh darn. Uh, you're you're taking me away to Area Fifty One to lock I've... me away with the other aliens, so I don't talk about them anymore. Ah, oh, shucks. <laughs>
0: Listen, I'm gonna put my money on the fact that we're I'll live long enough to be freed, and yeah. then I'll and then I'll like release my podcast episodes where I recorded my conversations with these aliens. Oh hell yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, different UFO researchers and enthusiasts have all claimed to have been visited by the Men mm-hmm. in Black, um, and they, like they've allegedly appeared in different moments throughout history.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not a just us thing. So, you know, it's not a just us thing. It's not a just in the United States thing. That's no. like all over the world in different time periods.
0: Uh so somebody at one point, and I'd be, I'd be curious to like dive into this more of whether or not this was actually like a, uh, like a cover-up story or like a way to try to hide it. But folklorist James R. Lewis compares um, the accounts of men in black with tales of people encountering the devil and speculates that they can be considered a kind of psychological trauma. So like they didn't actually exist. Like you saw something you couldn't explain and you're therefore your brain like created this story. But I mean, that's a lot. Like that, that's, that's, a, that's lot. a little much. That's a stretch that like people throughout different periods of time who did not know or hear of each other or anything along the stories being told or nothing mm-hmm. had the same like same dudes, same description, same suits, same hats, whole nine yards. And like there's video you can see random, weird, creepy looking dudes walking into different areas and they very blatantly are aware of where like cameras and stuff are where, like, they walk in and you can't really get a glimpse of their face all that well or really, like, catch them for more than a split second. It's it's weird.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're... And, like, you can't even, like, say, like, UFOs are, like, a new thing because, like, there is evidence of them all throughout, like, every culture along humanity. Yeah. I mean, the Aztecs and the Mayans had depictions of... Humanoid figures in fucking rocket ships. Uh There are old paintings of uh, like the baptism of Christ. Okay. This thing was painted in like whatever fucking year. Right. So long after the actual baptism of Christ. But what's that in the painting?
0: Yeah. uh Is it possible
1: the three wise men were
0: the aliens black? or the aliens or like
1: like. There, there are UFOs in fucking historical paintings.
0: Yeah, I mean, and people—how else do you explain, like you said, like these ancient civilizations like depicting helicopters? Right. I mean, and they—they it it even goes as
1: far at they drew what they saw. Right. So, like, if there are like flying saucer objects in historical paintings, they weren't just making shit up. They were. They were. Painting and drawing and making sculptures of what they fucking saw. Yeah. Also, how do you explain?
0: Or Not how do you explain. I already said that. It's. They've even they've tried to explain. And this is really the basis of the show. Ancient aliens. Yeah. Where like that goofy dude with the frizz hair is like, I'm not telling you it's aliens, but it was aliens. Right. And it's like some of the annoying. Like I've watched a few episodes when I was bored. Yeah. Not at day camp at that sh- at in jail. Uh <laughs> <I have feelings. laughs> it supported you for ten years. I read. Right, I can't I can't talk too much crap, but um I've watched a few episodes and they try to explain like everything. Everything that they believed ancient religion wise was was aliens. Mm-hmm. Some of it works, some of it doesn't. Right. Like when they tried getting into like um like Norse mythology, yeah, and how that's ancient aliens. It doesn't it, necessarily it doesn't, track doesn't fly. But like when you talk about oh, ancient Egyptians and the sun god and this god and that god and some and then you see like they how they depict these things mm-hmm. in hieroglyphics, in wall paintings and stuff like that, you sit there and you're like, Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Especially the Aztecs, the Incas and the Mayans. Yep. Like they they nowhere near each other. No. Like those three civilizations didn't like hang out and chill. Completely different time periods as well. And they all depicted very very similar things. Yeah. And every single one of them had some type of sacrifice, like human live sacrifice no. to the gods, quote unquote gods, to appease them. Yeah. So is it to say that like really all this needs all this needs to be true is these beings came down helped them with certain things helped them build things helped them create things yep like showed them stuff and then one person pissed them off and they obliterated that 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 person yep so to not and then they left and oh man we don't want to piss them off so like we're going to like sacrifice to them so we don't have to die
1: by their hand right like that's all it takes that's it yeah, it's it's nuts. It really is. I mean, the other theory behind aliens and UFOs is it's not a where are they from? It's a when are they from? Because you can also dive down the fucking wormhole of like the multiverse and like simultaneously a million billion different timelines are yeah. ex- coexisting at the exact same time. So, and like every once in a while, like shit just bleeds through from one to another. Yeah, uh, and I mean that that stems that could
0: stem us into time travel, and- time travel, but like that could stem us into another completely different conversation of like, um, the different ideas of, you know, when you have deja vu, yeah, it's not that you've actually seen or done that before in this universe. Right exactly. Like that you're just seeing seeing or feeling or knowing something familiar from a different universe or a different lifetime. Yeah. Uh you could you know there's the idea that when you dream you're actually viewing, viewing a different uh, version of you in a yes. different timeline or universe or and people are like, "Well, that's not possible." Like but listen, like if you believe in a multiverse theory, there is infinite yeah. Number of universes where everything is possible. There is a universe where I am Batman.
1: There's a universe where we're all Batman. Yeah. <laughs> like, that.
0: that's just what it is.
1: It's like, when you believe in that, everything is true and nothing is true. Correct. It is, it's kind of a Schrodinger's cat. It really is. Like, it,
0: which is way better than Pavlov's, Pavlov's dog.
1: Yeah. It's, it like, yeah, that whole, like, the multiversal and different timelines theory. Like, that could be a whole episode in and of itself. That sounds like a good idea to me. Yeah.
0: Like, and, and the interesting thing is, a couple of those thoughts that we just had, like, I mean, there's different thoughts where it's, well, there's a certain, there's a, like, there's not an infinite number, but there's a bunch. Sure. I mean, this I dates, mean, even if there's fucking 50. This, this dates back all the way to, like, the movie, The One with Jet Li. Yeah. Where basically... There for however many universes there are, there is one of you in each universe. Mm-hmm. And when one of you dies, the rest of you get like th- like that that like there's there's a finite amount of life force that connect all of you through all out all the universes. When one of them dies, it gets dispersed among the rest of them. So eventually, as more of them die, the rest gets stronger. Mm-hmm. And eventually You but, are the one. You're the one. But like but that never happens, right? Because you all hit generally a same, the same age and die of old age, die of sure, dysentery, whatever. Um, I mean, it's not a new concept. No, you know, the concept with the dream thing that was that was one of the Marvel movies recently brought that idea up. Mm-hmm. That's not a new idea. That's been something that's been pitched in a multiverse theory for a long, long ass time, right?
1: So it really could be a matter of not, where are these things from? I mean, in a way, it could be where are they from, but like... It could be where and when. It could be us from a different timeline in a different multiverse, or it could be us from, you know, hundreds of thousands of years in the future. I mean, think think about this. I
0: know you, you can talk about time travel and it being messy and stuff like that and going back to the past, because it's one of the things across most, quote-unquote, time travel Literature, we'll call it, or media is messing with the past is messy, Mm -hmm. right? Like going back in time and changing the past can
1: impact the future like you wouldn't believe. Here's the thing, though, this is that's all theory, right? Like, because who knows what happens if you actually time travel in the past?
0: Well, and maybe we do know, maybe in the future, we do know, we do know, and we know that we can go back and be like, you know what, like, I'm gonna go back in my timeline. And even though I am not going to change how I, like what happens to me, I will go back and change something that makes this life a little bit easier for that version of me. And it creates a new timeline. Yeah. That's just, it, it just is a little divergent. Right. And then, well, uh, you know what? Like maybe, maybe I'll go back in time and make this happen. Like I'll go back in time, sneak into an office and put, put gene's resume on the top of on the top of the stack and you get the job that ends up meaning your life is just that much a little bit easier a little bit better whatever it might be and we would never know no and like all it does is just listen i'm gonna go back to where i was be who i am
1: but there's a version of me who is better for that yeah like we don't know that's possible yeah i mean that that kind of falls in line with like the kind of existentialism multiversal theory that everything exists at the same time. And you kind of bleed in between like different timelines and multiverses without realizing it all the time, like depending on like your actions and what you did that day might land you in like, you know, section C, but then because you did something there, like I said, yes, instead of no. Okay. That means now I'm in section X over there. And then, but then like, this is, this is where like the Mandela effect, um, kind of comes into play why some people remember things differently than others like i remember the movie shazam with sinbad as a kid i actually saw somebody post i sent it to you
0: a screenshot of
1: it i sent you a tiktok video of it that's right like it fucking existed and you cannot tell me otherwise and like i remember it but for
0: some reason i also like i know for a fact the movie kazam with
1: Shaquille O'Neal yes. factually was a thing. I yes. saw it, I loved it. I'm not it. arguing that. I know that one. My thing is Shazam was a real fucking movie. And those of us who remember it, like there there's people like, you know, timeline A and B. You either fucking remember it or you don't. Right. And all of us that do remember it, like the timelines must have merged at some point. this is probably and one timeline of Timeline B was the more dominant one. So that's why in this new, this new universe, you either remember or you don't. Well, and like,
0: it's one of those weird things where that's probably one of the better examples of that because other ones like Fruit Loop, R F or F R U I T yeah. or F R O O T. Was it the uh, Berenstein Bears or the, Baron or the Stein. Baron Stein Bears? Yeah, like it was. Is it like uh, how did they spell this? How was this? Like, what was the name right. of that? Like, you know, I mean, it, and you could it could be as simple as you know, well. Was it Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory or Charlie in the Chocolate Factory? People remember it both, both ways. It's both. Yeah, like people remember it both ways. I remember it being Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. The original
1: was well, Charlie technically and, the original book was Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Then the movie they made was Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, which is a little bit different. What was it? Yeah, the Gene Wilder one, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, that was the first movie they ever made on it. Was Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory?
0: Yeah, you are correct. But the, then, like, the, but like, I, I also newer I, I Johnny also, Depp one was the Johnny Depp one was Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. I remember there being arguments. Like, or, like, I remember people calling the Gene Wilder version Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. No, like, that was always Willy well, Wonka. Re, again, regardless, I remember it differently. Sure. That's what we're talking about. Right? Like, you Wait, are you, factually correct. You
1: remember the? You remember the Gene Wilder as Charlie in the Chocolate Factory? Yes. Wow. Okay. Like that is. How I
0: remember it, I knew. I know it's Willy Wonka. Like I called it Willy Wonka, but it was one of those things I remember distinctly in my childhood. Like talking about the movie and people were like, it's Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. It's not Willy Wonka. Was hmm. Like, like, and I just called the movie Willy Wonka. That's all it was. That's all I
1: ever called it.
0: Like, but I was, I remember distinctly being corrected that the movie was called Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, because I remember
1: being upset. Like, no, it's fucking Willy Wonka. And it's like those like movies and stuff like that are the best examples of the Mandela effect because like there's hardened evidence proof and you either believe it or you don't. Like you either remember it this way or yeah. that way. Well, and that's that's the thing, right?
0: So you, you can remember things spelled differently. You can sure uh, and, like, and, I not and like, tell could, you if I could it convince was... you
1: Right. I couldn't tell you. Like, if I looked at Berenstain, like, uh, the cover of the Berenstain Bears books, I always called them the Berenstain Bears.
0: Right. Like, I couldn't they're, they're tell the... you
1: how it was fucking spelled.
0: Yeah. And I, I always called them the Berenstain Bears, too, but apparently they they were the Berenstain Bears or right. what, what the fuck ever. Berenstein again,
1: Bears. Fruit something.
0: Loop with, you know, spelled phonetically or spelled properly or spelled with two O's. Like, I, and listen, when you show me, I, like, I, again, distinctly remember the monopoly man having the monocle yeah to a point that it's referenced in uh ace ventura when nature calls right the dude with the monocle and he knocks him out it puts him was like do not pass go do not collect 200 like exactly like but apparently he never had one right which what how like no where did that come from those things are tough but the but movies like shazam existing or not existing
1: Shazam existed and you cannot convince me otherwise I have evidence proof
0: like like this is all stuff that you can talk about like different timelines or multiverse or whatever and again is it a thing I mean there, and there are people who have claimed that back in what like 2012 or whatever it was they turned on like some arc reactor or some shit, sure and, and it was like a split hard timeline it was, it's with yeah. the timeline or it gave us like a hard reset of some kind right like, you know they they unplugged the cartridge and blew in it for a minute so all the stuff got a little jostled around sure like, Maybe the disc was corrupted. Who knows? But yeah, I don't know. It, yeah. It, like, all of these things, all of these things stem into and back to UFOs and, yeah. like, different appearances of different weird entities and, like, beings. And, I mean, we didn't even touch on the actual side of aliens. No. You know, the the, like, the big gray ones, the green ones, the lizard people, the, like... Yeah, because honestly, who the
1: fuck knows? The possibilities of what an actual alien looks like are fucking endless. Yeah, and now there are as much as
0: much research and stuff as there is on UFOs. There's like that stuff exists for aliens too. Yeah, that was part of the episode of We Don't Know Shit. Yeah, Um, but like that it was fascinating. And again, the lizard people thing—they're a like they are defined as aliens. Mm -hmm. They're not like. They're, they're not humanoid lizards. They're like, they're aliens. Yeah. That like just live underground and like, you know, we, we have like working deals with them to like, they can have some positions of power, but like, we're not going to let them get too much power. And that's where like the new world order comes in. And like, yeah. all kind of, like, and that's really what we're, like, the battle we're having right now is the, the lizard people are trying to take over and, you know, w- and that, but like, the lizard people are really who we believe the new world order to be, and the new world order is actually the other side trying to combat it all. And right. like, Jesus, I'm I my head is spinning from all of
1: it. Right. I forgot I knew that much about that. Some of that stuff. Given the opportunity, would you want to see a UFO encounter in person? Hell yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. Given the opportunity, if they came down and we're like, hey man, you want to see the galaxy? You getting on that fucking ship? I mean, I have a couple couple like one question. How long is it gonna take?
0: Cause, sure. Cause if you Fair look, if you look at me and say, like, hey man, do you wanna see the universe? Like and we will come back and drop you exactly where we found you. Like you'll be no worse for the wear. You will just like you will gain knowledge and experience that you cannot even right. comprehend.
1: It'll like time time stops here. But like we we can we travel you.
0: We can travel through time and space. So we will get on. We'll go through. You can basically live damn near an entire life and we will bring you back to this moment as you are just with knowledge of the universe Mm
1: -hmm. hell yeah absolutely
0: like if you're gonna tell me like ah listen man you'll never see earth again the people you love it's gonna be a tough call for me i i would just be like can i bring my cat like i it would be a very very tough call for yours truly solely based on i love my life i love my fiance i love everything i've got going here i mean like and again Who's to say that it's not a... Uh, fuck, what was that movie called? Oh, my God. There was a movie about a dude who got abducted and, like, they... Oh, my God.
1: Oh, God damn it. Do you remember who was in it? Oh, it was a...
0: It, it was a train wreck of a movie. Oh, God. Um... fire in the sky never even heard of it uh what year was that it it was old let me uh let me me pull it up here killer clowns from outer space not what (laughs) i'm looking for (laughs) that's
1: a fucking that's one of those great terrible fucking movies
0: my sister weirdly loved that when we were uh when we were it's one of
1: those movies that's so bad it's fucking fantastic
0: Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Signs was terrible. War of the Worlds was awful. Yeah. Here, let me just beat you with the common cold. <coughs> right. Guess what? May- maybe that's what COVID was. Maybe COVID was a test run to
1: beat the aliens. The only people that died were aliens? Question mark. No. No. Maybe. Kidding. Fire in the Sky
0: 1993 featuring what is hands down the scariest alien abduction scene ever made. Robert Lee Robert Robert Lieberman's Fire in the Sky examines the quint- quintessential sci-fi kidnapping from two angles: the tortured worry of those left behind, seen in Family Man and devoted friend Mike Rogers, and unbelievably and the unbelievable agony of the one taken away captured in this harrowing adaptation of Travis Walton's real-life claimed abduction account. So this is a, this was a movie based on an like an actual alien abduction account and they like it's freaky it's huh. like torturey and like you will love it go home and go home and watch this movie tonight if you can find it, it somewhere robert patrick db sweeney
1: i I know who robert patrick is i don't know who db sweeney is though I've never heard of that guy before. I'm gonna have to go look this movie up though. Uh I highly recommend and
0: you, you like get past like the creepy and weird, like I mean it's mm-hmm. from it's from ninety three. The effects aren't sure. great. Yeah. It's gonna be you know, you're gonna look at like but, like some of the like abduction scene stuff is fucking creepy. Yeah. It is it is like skin crawling, needle, yeah. needle like watching a needle go in an eye like, Yeah penal exams and okay yeah I highly recommend it you're f- you're fucked up asshole love it it's fine
1: <laughs> what just because I watched like saw and hostile to like relax and fall asleep doesn't mean I'm fucked up all right also by the way those serial killer glasses I do have a pair I know you do they were US Army issued thank you very much that, that doesn't
0: make it better
1: i gotta gotta go to my parents house i i forgot about it i was gonna go to my parents house this weekend and grab them and wear them over here oh my god and not say anything just walk in the door wearing them um i'm gonna go to my parents house and i'm gonna try to find i know i have them somewhere i gotta find them though
0: so for those playing the home game uh follow us on facebook i've been trying to share more interesting things for us to like instead of just going in and trying to make um like content and stuff like posting cross sharing stuff like that and uh, one of the things was, you know, <laughs> it was like a meme. It was like every serial killer on the planet seeing these glasses, and it was a guy like looking back and biting his lip, like, ooh, like, <laughs> yeah, because it's true. Uh, yeah, they every, all fucking had them. Every every serial, serial killer from the fifties to like the eighties had those glasses for some reason.
1: Yeah, but mine are mine are a little bit different, but they still definitely still fit the the genre of yeah. fucking because I mean they didn't call them. They they were called BCGs. They were battle combat glasses, gotcha. but they weren't called birth control glasses for no fucking reason. <laughs> That's what we all call them because there was no fucking way you were getting laid wearing those goddamn things.
0: Listen, man, there there's like a weird kink out there for serial killers. We should like we should dress you up like a serial
1: killer and take you to a bar. I mean, I have them all tattooed all over my arm.
0: I'm well aware
1: of that, but I, like- I'm not sure if the viewership or the listenership knows that. But yeah, I'm know, covered we, in fucking we've,
0: tattoos of real serial killers. We've
1: we've talked about that,
0: real and fake. You got a Jason mask yeah. on your hand too. So, uh,
1: but yeah, I I think we should. Like, I already have my Halloween costume for this year.
0: I, I think we should dress you up in like a pair of khakis and a, like a ratty looking polo with your birth control glasses, and just take you to a bar, and see if we can't like run you into some girl with a weird serial killer fetish. Yeah, I mean, really, like, what's what's the answer? Look like a slightly sloppier version of Dr- of Dwight Schrute, right? Like, <laughs> we're gonna find you an Angela. It's fine. If if you found a short blonde, you'd be happy. Shut up. I okay. know you don't understand the reference. It's fine. I mean, I would. I'm gonna. I I'm gonna start. You you. I know you keep saying this. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna start. Okay. Like I keep telling myself I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna start my campaign
1: to find rotten Jack
0: rotten girlfriend. Jack and girlfriend on TikTok. Okay.
1: <laughs> so. Zorro. Yeah, I actually got my mask in that I'm going to use for Halloween this year. Oh boy. It, it's a real simple costume. I'm sure it is. And it's going to be a very it's going to be a very niche costume or niche costume. N- niche. Um that like niche niche niche. niche I niche-y? don't know. I don't know. Um it's going to be a costume like that where like you either know what it is immediately and are like, "Oh my god, that's fucking awesome." Or you're just going to have no fucking clue. I got to start looking into it.
0: Apparently, friends of ours are having an actual, like, costume party. Oh, really? So, uh, I will talk to them to see if you can join us. Yeah. It'll be a good time. If it is, I'll actually break out, like, my Freddy Krueger yeah. mask and wear that. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll definitely throw that out there to them and see, you know, see what the word is because I got to start working on my costume too. Yeah. <clears throat> my goal is by Halloween of next year to be able to go as, uh, Norse Kratos. Nice. So Kratos from the from the yeah. God of War PlayStation 4 game. Yeah. Um which would include that like the he's got the beard and then the, yeah. the face tattoo that winds all the way down the shoulder and have the physique to actually like be comfortable walking around like that. Sure. Yeah. I was so close at one point too. I was yeah. So close and then I almost died and then I got fat. I'm still fat. Shit happens, but uh yeah, working on it. I worked out yesterday, going to get back at Your it tomorrow. Your alternate universe
1: work. self wasn't fucking looking out on that day. Yeah, no kidding. Thanks, asshole. <laughs>
0: Duck this bitch anyway. Uh, Common debauchery, part of the BICBP Radio Network. wwwbicbp radiocom uh, You can listen to us anywhere. If you're hearing us, you know how to find us. So tell your friends. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, anywhere else you get your podcasts from, including Good Pods, which is kind of fun. I found Good out. Pods. What is that? It's an app. It's is a it? podcast app. Really? Uh, Poducers is actually at, at one point was the number eighty-one ranked uh, movie review podcast on the app. So top 100 bro nice so we gotta we gotta get common debauchery up and up and moving in that realm but you can find us on social media common debauchery on facebook type it in find us like follow share subscribe tell your friends about that and um i guess with all of that being said oh uh and check out our sponsor buffalo freddy www.buffalofreddy.com oh, yeah. 716-4freddy for all your party needs. Tense Chairs, tables, bounce houses Slip and slides and all kinds of cool fun stuff as well Uh, You'll get more information on that in the end of the show here And now with all that being said I'm the Nightmare And I'm Rotten Jack And this has been Common Debauchery. Debauchery The weather is changing and the sun is shining Which means summer party season is here And Buffalo Freddy Party Rental has everything you need To get your party started From tents, tables and chairs To inflatable bounce houses, water slides and obstacle courses Buffalo Freddy has everything you need To take your summer shindig to the next level Not sure what to serve at your event? Buffalo Freddy does barbecue catering as well. For more details or to make reservations, head over to buffalofreddy.com or give them a call at 716-437-3339. That's 716-4Freddy. Buffalo Freddy is a proud sponsor of this podcast.